morning, boys and girls. Today, we'll be learning all about... Doll Crayon. Welcome back. You are in the Cran Box with the Dull Boys. I'm your loyal duller, Gabriel Zuger, and I'm joined today by my co-host, Tony from the Bronx. Welcome back, Tony. Good to have you. Good to be back. Ready for this one. Yeah, thanks for being here. So, Tony and I are, we're a little wiped. Uh, we actually just came off of some PD. For those of you not in the uh, education realm, that's professional development. And uh, this PD was special. You know, you and I have shared a lot of PDs together. Um, we've been through a lot of trainings, sure. to, you know, with the Anti-Defamation League, Seed, yeah. uh, myself, yeah. um, and uh, just really lots, lots of stuff, uh, as, you know, educators are, are off to do and, um, in fact, mandated to do Absolutely. in order to keep professional certification. Um, but this, this one was special because this was, you know, this was a unique one. This was a professional development that uh, we were not alone in. We were not with one school in or one no. class. Uh, this was with, um, I want to say, about 200,000 other people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was quite a bit. Yeah, it was a lot of other people. That's right, folks. We took the Starbucks Racial Challenge. Yes. We took the Starbucks uh, Racial Bias Training. Uh, for four hours, um, and uh, it was, it was something. Yeah. It was something to behold. Um, so we we want to reflect on that. We want to take this opportunity. Now we don't want to give too much away because you know these things are are copyrighted materials. You're not really supposed to like, you know, read from the pamphlets or what questions were asked. You know, these are these are professional trainings you we, we the, the the company uh the ceo and the company of starbucks paid you know god knows how much I can only imagine for these it. trainings well I mean, to have the filmmaker come in and make the own film for it i can only imagine let alone the fact that you and that too yeah just all the licensing involved that you know so obviously we did sign ndas and there's only so much we can reveal um but we definitely can i confirmed this with the producers of the film uh we definitely can reveal our own impacts and, and we're allowed to share that here and of course on social media where everyone's allowed to express their feelings on all topics at all fucking times whether anybody wants to hear them or not um so i just wanted to talk a little bit about uh really what we what we took away from this training yeah i think it's important we reflect that's yeah. part of professional development is that to come together and kind of hear each other but also share our feelings with our listeners yeah absolutely so uh Tony, would you like to share any any of your reflections from this training? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think it's, listen, 2018, right? Right. Got a lot going on in this world. Uh, as educators, clearly, clearly a lot going on. The fact that we have plenty of things that our children, our families, ourselves are worried about. Yeah. Most importantly... When you're outside the classroom entering the world, you want to start your day off with a nice cup of java, you should be able to do so and not have any issues. Right. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't right. matter what your 
preference of flavor is. And so for me, by the way, not a coffee drinker, but I do like their refreshers. They're not bad. But for me, I, I really think that it's important that we both, because you and I see eye to eye on this, go into this as clear minds, knowing who we are as New Yorkers surrounded by people of different backgrounds with open minds. But mm-hmm. I have to be honest with you, that was hard for me to do. Okay. It was very hard for me to do. I understand that. Um, this this was not meant to be an easy thing. No. In fact, no. What we went in with it, as you said, clear eyes, knowing this was going to be difficult. Yeah. Difficult as a company, but also difficult as, as individuals, as people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I think where it all stems from, of, of course, is the incident that occurred in Philly, in particular, with course. Starbucks, of course, of course. But this is more than just one incident. Right. Um, and... It's going to take more than just one training right. for this to all get better. And I, 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 I don't know how much of it will actually get better because of what we're surrounded by right now. The state of our country, the state that's going on. But I will tell you this much. Yeah. I really did love Common. Common was great. He has a way with words. And I'm being serious about this. I do, I do love him. And I, I, I really, he's one of my favorite rappers of all time. I think he has a great, great flow, great style. And that helped me get a little hooked on what he was saying. But I have to be honest with you. That takeaway just didn't do it for me. We're gonna we're gonna get to common a little bit more in a minute. But before we before we get to the full common experience, I I just wanna add to what you were saying that I I do think really we, we have to come at this from like you said, it's twenty eighteen. We have to come at this from a place of, look, everybody needs their Joe. Yeah. It's what America runs on. And that as long as we don't have any fucking lily-livered tea sippers out there, you know, because we are Americans. Hey. So we drink coffee. Even though it's not grown here, we motherfucking love it. Damn right. And we will never drink tea ever again our founding fathers told us that don't do this throw that shit in the water so as long as we can get that in and you know whether or not we have to look eye to eye with you know a possible terrorist or a gay or a black i mean you know those things are not are not up to us right we as as we say in aa you know we can only control the things we can control and, you know, God give us the, the grace to, to know the difference, right? Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I can't control that. So, you know, at the end of the day, we just got to suck it up and swipe our Apple Pay and just get the fuck in and get out as fast as we can. Well, right? that's, I don't know if you remember, we had the Keep conversation with uh, D- with Dolores. That's remember right. Dolores. That's she, right. She was, this is a lovely lady, um believe somewhere near Jacksonville she was from mm-hmm. but long story short with Dolores she doesn't view life the way we view life um, and I feel I, I really feel she's got a different way of looking at things yeah, if you will just just a little bit and I, I felt that to me was the most important piece the most important takeaway that I was able to be there with you but also be there with others who I know for a fact don't look at life the way I look at it and Mm -hmm. now I'm not gonna stop on the subway or have a conversation with someone on the sidewalk that disagrees with me but this forced me to do that and I think that's what I appreciate most about it I think our message as we reflect here is to do the same right to stop for a second 
we read all these articles, we have our opinions on the articles, we clearly give our thoughts and feedback as to how we feel about these articles with our listeners. But I think it's also important that our listeners also have the space and the time to do so in their self to make sure that they share their own opinions right. with others. Because it's it's kind of like the pay it forward effect, if you think of what, if you see what I'm saying. Yep, yep. And I think that Starbucks, while I clearly understand why this was all going down and whether some workers, employees, didn't really think it was necessary, as we saw for some, there has to be an important takeaway. And I think by showing a video and having a few different workshops for the four hours that are there, it fell flat. Yeah. It fell flat. That's um, what it seems like. Yeah. That is what it seems like. Just, I, I mean, it's almost as if, you know, it's like, well, this is a requirement. This is a prerequisite for us to be able to get back on our I'm gonna, horse. I'm going to give you one. So I, I read now from The Cut. The Cut writes, uh, headline, four Starbucks employees on what the racial bias training was really like. So... We're going we're gonna to look at all four of these on some level, but I want to read to you from the uh, Florida participant. So the Florida participant wrote, um, <clears throat> I am half Mexican and grew up in poverty, so diversity bias, uh, diversity bias and judgment are things I'm familiar with. So for me, the training seemed very repetitive. It talked about the bias and racism towards mostly black people, but others as well, even though there are laws that should be preventing this. The training mostly wanted to remind us that each person is different and unique, that we should embrace these differences. Blah, blah, blah. Then she writes, or says, something that bothered me about the training was that they didn't really give specifics of how to approach certain situations or how they planned as a company to include everyone except that everyone is a customer that walks into our store, even if they don't buy anything. So this person proclaimed half Mexican and poor, poor. Uh, or growing up poor at least, was not interested whatsoever in any safe space discussion, in any talk no. of you know broadening horizons. And, and obviously, and, and one of the things about these trainings that we know, even if you're not even if you're not in need of the training as this person claims not to be then your participation is mandatory because you're helping others, others through the training and you're exposing others to your personal story sure. that's what the that's what part of these things are about this person wanted to be handed basically just another fucking manual yeah. that says what do i do when two black people come in and don't order anything that's what they wanted yeah well you could have written that in a memo that's not a training no, no. So, but I think, you know what? I think you have to start somewhere. I agree with you completely. I think you have to start somewhere, though, in a sense where there are people who are out there, and I'm not saying this person's case is the same as others, that are ignorant, that don't know, and are too far gone, too set in their ways. And they don't know how to handle a certain situation because they've never been around that certain situation. And if they have been around that situation, then they've only handled it in one manner. And I was going to say that. And also coming in with the perspective of, I don't need this because mm -hmm. I am this race already. Or I don't sure. need this because of this means you're not confronting the Bingo. biases that you already yes. have. Yes. And yes. maybe you have biases the other way that I'm, aren't being I'm sure there's all right. Exactly. That's life. That's, right. that's what's so great about life is that you're going to look at something differently no matter how look, – look it. You and I are very, very similar. We're very similar, right? We look yes. at stuff. If you think about it, we don't always see eye to eye on everything. No. 
And I might say something that you might be like, what the hell is he thinking about though right now? But in, in reality, it's important that he, you hear my stance, my experiences. I have a story to tell that leads up to that opinion, as right. you do too. Right. But I have to respect the fact that there's a place in time where your story may make complete sense for me, but I've never experienced it in that manner. Right. And in this case, when he's saying, well, I wish there was more concrete evidence on how to handle a certain situation, it's not like you wanted some role-playing. You wanted to be watching these incidents go down and then getting the proper language to be able to handle that situation. But what I really wonder is, this person, if he or she was in that actual incident and had the proper language, would yeah. they really use that proper language they were given? I wonder. I wonder too. We're gonna go to we're gonna go to California now because I said that we would talk about common. California, this employee said they showed a very well produced video about the history of denying service based on race that was hosted by Common. Then they broke down the science of bias or prejudice against differences and had us think about the times we felt unwelcome. I kept thinking, I wish this were the job of our nation's educators. I do think Starbucks has good intentions with what they're trying to do, and I think the training will combat bias. A lot of my coworkers actually shed tears and shared parts of their lives with us. And Starbucks clearly has the clout and resources to send a giant message with the optimistic hopes that it will permeate the nation. A, a moving story from California. Yeah. If not just a little bit naive and yeah. a little bit L.A. for yeah, side my of avocado personal toast, taste. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a little fine. avocado toast, a little, yeah. a little salt, not too much yeah. pepper, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, big fucking shout-out to Common. When did they put that fucking thing together? I can only Man, they that. turned that shit around fast. Rapper, songwriter, you actor. Had, you had them on there. Wait, wait, you had, you had the Philly arrest one week. You, you had the racial training... If it, if if memory yeah. serves, ten days later, yeah. something like that. So between, but in in a ten day span, unless they already had this thing canned and ready to go, do we assume that Common did this project with some group, and then and then it got you know bought by Starbucks for the purpose of serving their two hundred thousand customers, it's possible uh, employees, it's possible, sorry. but I doubt it. I doubt it too. Right. I doubt it. I, I think they, they pulled a fast one there. That oh, is yeah. that is good casting. God I, damn. Listen, I mean, there are people... I guess Morgan Freeman was busy. Shit. I mean, listen. Luck Mar fucking Morgan doesn't have the cleanest one. slate as we know of. That's true, but so. I, I think I think this might have been... This might have come right under the wire. I unless mean. they heard whispers already. Hey, listen. This, that, that's... Oh, photo finish there. God damn common. Hey. You're getting it in. He's really getting that paper. He's, he's got. He's got to do what he's got to do. Doesn't he have some like Verizon ads or something right he's now? He's all over. He's got. I, he's I, all over. IBM or some shit. He even made a cameo in Ocean's Eight. Oh shit! Really? Check it out. Wow. It's two seconds. Even he's in there. even after the the deuce that he dropped on uh, Ace's Wild Bingo. or Deuce's Wild or whatever the fuck that was. Listen, everybody deuces. That was a book. <laughs> everybody deuces a book. in that business. Yeah. Well, everybody poops. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking true. But anyway, so so out in California, they 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 really like the video, and they wish that this were the job of our nation's educators. You know, you you were mentioning earlier when we were talking, when we were reflecting privately backstage before this recording, about how you know they really did take the time to go through basically the history of race sure. in modern America. Sure. 
right? Yeah. With with the exception of going back to you know slavery yeah. and the Emancipation Proclamation, they threw in the Civil 60s, War. They were yeah, they were really in yeah. 20th century America and race sure. and riots, etc. Sure. Um, but then they also tied it into the last 10 years of life and all that's been happening with between you could talk about just people of color and the police force yeah all these viral videos that we're seeing yeah they've linked it up with that i don't mean to interrupt but i want to make sure that our listeners right. understand it by reflecting on the 60s and linking right. it to today right this is the message that they were trying to hit home for during these four hours right but i think I, the and, and the point that i i'm making on this is that to say, I wish this were the job of our nation's educators. Well, Tony, you and I wish this were the job of our nation's educators, too. We are our nation's educators. Absolutely. And we know that this isn't the job of our nation's educators. Yeah. It should be, but we don't have a unified curriculum throughout the nation that establishes a, a definite track record of racial injustice and you know and and long-standing inequality in our country in any logical or coherent way you know unified sure but across think, all regions think back to our last conversation that we had on one of our previous episodes okay about our two joshuas right yes two joshuas one joshua educator apparently working his tail off to make sure that his students score relatively well on those tests yeah didn't matter who they were he just wanted to make sure that they scored versus the principal that was giving extra time correct correct and he was giving extra time to whom he uh to what we would call at-risk students at-risk students right yeah so but this is what we're talking about when we're talking about the national educators these are people who are in two different scenarios yeah. who are looking at children and thinking, I have my objective, I have my personal goals, I have my own life that I have to care about, and then I have these kids as well. Mm-hmm. And that's where core values comes in. That's where just personal uh, uh, beliefs come in. And I think that while we are educators, so is everyone else, though. Exactly. So is everyone else. Walking on the street, going on the train. I mean, yeah. you're telling me that you couldn't help educate the surrounding the people surrounding people around you? Are you kidding me? Right. Of course you can. So while I agree they with say, California, they say it takes a village. Yeah, and I, yeah. and part of that village is you know taking taking your earbuds out of your ear at some point in your commute, absolutely, and saying actually you're being fucking rude to that person that you're uh, you know verbally assaulting because they touched you somewhere on the subway. Like yeah, it part of it is just about standing up for each other and yeah common sense decency it's, it's character man I, I i've always told you this in the classroom and i don't mean to link it back to the classroom but that's who we are that's well what we, do. we should be linking honestly it back. for me it's Cause, always because we're being accused here this this yeah, is an accusation that we are failing in the classroom i agree that's but really else. our hands are tied on of some course. level listen i have to take away from my reading writing and math to make sure that the, the students that i have leave my classroom and i've said it in previous episodes the best that they can possibly be. It's all about character. How can you present your best self? You've heard me say it before. This is. This but it is, takes away from what our goals are as educators, though. Too. Of course, it does. But 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 the the count the argument that you know you would be making, but you're you're trying to sound really good on the podcast is that is that they're coming out better because of it, and you know that down the road oh. they're going to make better gains because they're better human beings, right? This is this is the John Wooden approach, yeah. right? Out at UCLA. You know, coaching basketball, yeah. he decided, I'm not going to coach basketball. I'm going to coach men. Yeah. I'm going to coach you how to be a good fucking person. And if you come out of here a good fucking person, 
then you'll also realize I'm going to take responsibility and I'm going to be a good basketball player and I'm going to win you fucking national championships. And they did. Listen, I, I don't disagree with California here. I, I enjoy what California is saying, but it's not fair to be throwing it on our shoulders in that sense. Absolutely the approach not. that educators would need to take if they really think that this is important value, it is not teaching to the children, but learning with the children, growing with the children. Growing with your child or any child that you have in the classroom setting for more than a year and watching them grow and give them experiences that money is not necessary for. Give them life experiences. Go on a trip outside your classroom. We're going to hear from Minnesota now. Please, I'm curious on this one. From Minnesota, this is a pull-out quote first. A lot of the baristas at my store hoped it would touch base on other POC and marginalized people. Now the full, the full version. My specific store is fortunate enough, this is Minnesota again, to be, the, to be very diverse in not only color, but also in regards to religion, gender, and orientation. Now, I don't know what that means already. Are they talking about their store? Are they talking about their clientele? That's what I'm trying to figure out. How many people work in the store anyway? Like 12 tops, multiple shifts, whatever? I mean, I don't know what they're saying. The vast majority of our regular customers are Somalian. Where the fucking Minnesota is this? Somalians in Minnesota? Okay. When you... Do they know what Somalian means? Do they know... Are they confusing it with Samoan, perhaps? I don't know. Does The Rock visit that store a lot? (laughs) When you come to work in our store, if you've ever had preconceived notions or whatever beliefs about Somalians or Muslims, you're forced to confront them. Well, first of all, no, you're not. No. I can go to any McDonald's yeah. in the country and I don't have to confront anything. Yeah. I can go to any store, chain or not. You're forced? I don't have to confront a fucking goddamn dick. Yeah. No one's forced Nothing. to do anything. Sorry, but you're not. Yeah. No confrontation whatsoever. Often I choose confrontation. Is that what they're talking about? That's a whole different story. (laughs) That's for a different episode. And I mostly choose to confront the people behind the counter, but I... No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, They continue. Starbucks training was blanketed to every store. This is already a very aggressive slant. Blanketed to every store instead of being tailored to different demographics. I think these people want more segregation. Is that possible? (laughs) I totally get that creating training sessions for each store would have been very time consuming. But there are probably stores in America where the majority, if not all, baristas are POC. That they had to sit through a four hour training on how not to be racist is kind of ridiculous. No, it's kind of ridiculous that you mm. took that away from it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know why. The entire time you're reading, I'm just picturing like an SNL skit occurring here. It is. It, it absolutely is. It is just so good. This, it is so good. Yeah. Oh, this is this is sweaty balls oh, to the nth degree right here. So this is good. fabulous. Like, you know, may you rest in peace, but bring back Farley for this. Like, <laughs> I just see so much goodness happening. Well, if you're if you're bringing people back from the dead, I want Phil Hartman well, in on it too. Phil that. Phil is part of the training. Of course. Wait, I think I think Phil is giving the training and Farley is is oh. in it and he's doing the questioning. Well, wait, I don't understand. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, uh, <laughs> Jason Farrow over here, does he need to be here for this? Can it just be the whites here? And then bring the, the chip training and, and start stripping. <laughs> 
We're all humans underneath this clothes. That's all that matters. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Schwazy's coming back oh, from the dead. Man. Everyone's coming back from the dead for hey, this sketch. He, he doesn't want to be blanketed. We're not going to blanket this. We're one. not blanketing. We're uncovering it. everything. Yes. Transparency, nudity. Uncovered all. As God intended us. Uh, so yeah, that's that's what the cut has to say. Now for a different spin, uh, because we we like to give both sides. Yeah, so it's, it's important. We like to be fair and balanced, as everybody wants us to be. We now go to Fox News on their take on the Starbucks employees react to racial bias training. Okay. So, uh, according to Fox News, Starbucks closed 8,000 stores across the United States for four hours on Tuesday afternoon to conduct racial bias training for its employees, a move that employees have shared mixed feelings about. They go on to share a couple of examples from Twitter. The first. Racial bias training made me a proud partner. They approached the topic in a very honest, intersectional way and verbalized their speech so that it was clear their words were sincere. They also made a documentary including multi-ethnic people to discuss awareness. The second from Twitter. I cried today at our meeting. I was so moved by how proactive Starbucks is. I'm so glad I chose to be a part of this company. Hashtag, to be a partner. All right now. Second usage of partner there. Now I was gonna say I, I'm gonna. Those Twitter bots are out. I'm gonna say I'm throwing up a little bit in my mouth because they uh, they're really drinking the juice heavy oh, yeah. on this one. Absolutely. These two people, I, I'm I'm giving you full credo. I, I know you're speaking speaking the truth here, but really you got to dial it back with the terminology a little bit. That's coming off hard. Like um, Francis. However, according to Fox News, several baristas reported a less a little less seriously than CEO Kevin Johnson may have wanted. So then they go strictly to Reddit. All of their posts after the two Twitters are strictly Reddit. Love it. And are strictly like Imgur Reddit. These are, you know, pictures. You're digging deep. Oh yeah. Oh now this is Fox News, is that correct? Okay, just want to make sure News Corp here. Got it. Okay. Uh so the first one, the the caption is so happy to be here. I'm having fun. And on the cover of their notebook, they've drawn three baristas, and each of them have a a card on their forehead labeled Jewish, Asian, and Black. Uh, so you know, playing some sort of like heads up game, yeah. right? Or uh, you know, celebrity style game, but they all don't know what race they are. Mm. Oh, um, the next one, the caption is, "Eh, I contributed vocally." And the picture is of part of the notebook. This is page 33. And in the questionnaire, it says, how does it feel when a Starbucks customer is not engaged or present with you or a fellow partner? And then she, the, he or she writes, great, I hate people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the last one says, the caption is, finally, I said it. And the page in the journal reads, most of us think we treat other people fairly. Upon reflection, do you notice ways in which you treat people differently? The point here is not to judge whether that is good or a bad thing, but merely to notice. The employee wrote, the only thing I judge customers on is their drink. Really? Okay. Yeah. Really? That's it. Okay. Okay. I mean, that's ignorant. Like... Yeah, just a little bit. It's, uh, like, don't get me wrong. It's real time. I would judge everybody on their drink. Hell yeah. But, but I'm 
also only judging thing. you. The only I'm thing. also judging you on so many more things well, than I'm judging that. how you walked in here. I'm judging all... You can't I'm judging course. you on how you ordered your drink, That's right. whether you were making eye contact using with me. Using the app or using cash, using cards. Did There's you use your hands things. to tell it That's to right. me? Did, you know, how, what was your body language you sneeze, like? You sneezed, you do a sneeze. There's a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, yeah who on. did you check out when you walked in here? How are other people responding to you? Did they all hate you? Because if they do, I want to hate you too. That's right. I want to be cool. I mean, there's a lot of there's so many it. things I'm judging Starbucks, you on. Come on, yours. That's fucking ignorant. The only thing <laughs> is what you're drinking. That's not even the first thing. That's not even the most important thing I'm judging you on. But don't get me wrong. At the end of the day, I'm definitely still judging you on that one. So I, I wonder if. I would be judged by this person if I ordered, like, the Bantam bagels, for instance, which is not a beverage. Yeah. Would you judge me? Because <laughs> if it's the only thing, I would feel like this is a judge-free, judge-free zone then. Right. But if I'm getting a beverage. Right. Or you judge me by not getting a beverage, but getting right. food from a predominantly beverage type of place. Right. That has food. You know, I, I wonder. What if, if the only thing, though? What if I pull the old Dane Cook and I, I point to the uh, board and I say, I'm going to have the spaghetti basket? Are you judging me for doing a Dane Cook routine? Are you judging me because I don't know how to read the menu? Maybe she's judging. Are Which, you judging your where's points? Where's the judgment? The point? Is it the point? Yeah, Is a lot. it. Um, yeah. yeah. I, there's a lot. You have ink? You have some ink on you? Yeah. Full disclosure. Always. Let's, let's, let's link it up. Always do. You don't think you're going to be judged based upon your ink? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of judgments that would yeah. happen. But the only one. Right. What pages is on, by the way? 22. 22. 23. 23. 20, 23 pages in, and the only judgment is going to be the type of drink or what you drink. Also, they're giving a lot of lines here. This was a four-hour training. I'm counting upwards of 15 lines on this page to give a reflection. And these people are choosing to take pictures after one sentence. I mean, it's just not even a good reflection of you. Um, I, I Again, you know... We're, we're picking and choosing as Fox News uh, which ones to to show and share. But it, you just look illiterate in the whole thing. Hashtag <laughs> partnership. It's fine. It's fine. We're good. Way to be fucking partners. Way to, way to be in it. Partners and partners. We're, we're going to take a break right there. When we come back, we're going to have the snack report. We're going to have a brand new game for Tony. Tony is the game tester. He is the guinea pig right now. Hey, why and, is that uh, the guinea pig? Because I'm Italian too? <laughs> hey, the guinea. Um, and we are going to have uh, more fun for you on the other side. Stay tuned. loyal viewers you are here with uh, gabriel zuger and my co-host for the day tony for the tony from the bronx and we are here to bring you another riveting edition of the snack report tony has just spent a good five minutes dunking his head into the snack bag and he came out with two of my favorites that nobody has picked yet can you tell us about these yeah well you have quite the snack bodega bag over there and i figured these two jumped out right away we have hells yes doritos Crunch Nuts Cool Ranch Coated Peanuts. Right. And the same Doritos Crunch Mix, which is the nacho cheese flavored snack mix. And if I can if I can talk to the packages of these for yeah. a minute, these aren't like 
bags of chips the no. way Doritos normally are. These come in sort of like a sport pouch, yeah. I would describe Reminds them you of like a Capri Sun pouch. Minus it looks the just I mean, like, like a Capri, but it's like a card, it's like yeah, a hard corrugated yeah. cardboard yeah. kind of pouch, not like, yeah, a, like exactly. a, uh, an aluminum foil pouch the way Capri Sun looks, but exactly the same shape. And uh, yeah, you just grip that fucker with your hand and you just want to like sort of pour it I was into your say, mouth. I'm pretty sure like that yeah. has to be like, I think the that's undergo, what they want. like, you know, mobile treat there. If, if you even look at sort of the lettering of it, it sort of looks like um, like it's perforated, yeah. kind of like a jersey would be or something. True. Like, yeah, there's a real sport element going on here. Has a Gatorade almost type It does. It does. Yeah. I sort of expect there to be like a G2 on it yeah, somewhere right? or something like oh. that. But anyway, so we've got we've got two. So there's the Cooler Ranch version, which is just strictly nuts, and then the uh, Crunch Mix, the Red Box, which is uh, the nacho cheese. So yeah, uh, we've we've dived in, and your your thoughts on these? The Cool Ranch, awkward as hell. Okay, not for me, and I love Cool Ranch, but yeah. I'm just not. I'm not feeling it. I like, you know, Cool Ranch, listen, I used to go to parties. I don't know if I ever told you this story in college, but you knew I was at the party if you saw the bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. You didn't even have to see me physically, but if that bag was there, I had left my trail, basically. That was the way to go. That was the party snack, my Right. Forget, you know, the 30 rack of Natty Light, all that stuff. bring that in, slap it down on the kitchen counter. And everyone's like, oh, you made it. You made it. So, you know, I was excited to see the Cool Ranch. I'm not getting that cool ranch feel i need that chip and i'm not getting yeah. a chip it's got that you know it, it's a coated peanut what do you think i mean i kind of think that what they forgot was that nuts have their own inherent flavor yeah. whereas like when you create like a frito chip like Different it doesn't sort, yeah. have a flavor no when it's just a corn chip or something it doesn't come with an inherent flavor and you get to like dust it however you want so yeah i get what you're saying that like once you bite through then you're left without a lot of a lot of ranchiness. Yeah. I get that. I mean, if if you're advertising it to be the cool ranch flavoring, even if yeah. it's something different, I'm gonna want that hit of cool ranch. And right. I just don't get it. It's a bite of disappointment for me. And again, because it's all nuts. Now with the with the crunch mix, this is the red yes. nacho cheese yes. version. There are some nuts, but then you've also got pretzel bits. It's you've like a party also mix, got it's a, a party mix. It's yeah. a total checks mix. Yeah. you know, dressed up as Doritos, and. It works. Yeah, I'm fine with it. It's I, I wouldn't, fine. Yeah, I wouldn't get it again, but I'm I'm fine. Like if you had it, I might pick on it after a few drinks. Sure. You know, I'm 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 a little concerned that we're getting a, a reputation as being like naysayers or sort of like haters mm-hmm. of of snack or or, or of innovation. Songs, yeah. But I I'd really like to say Doritos just stay in your lane. Yeah. Like you're doing a great thing. Great. Keep doing that. There's no need to branch into this Capri Sun Gatorade 2, like yeah. sport mix kind of thing. It's just not your look. Let pretzel people do pretzels. Let snack mix people do snack mix. Your Doritos, your Doritos Lays, you own this fucking competition. Like, I'm with you. Just, just do you. Just real quick, I, I, I'm going to end with this with the nacho cheese. It, on the back it says multi-crunch nacho, nacho cheese mix. And then it shows you each piece that is in this container. And it has a crunch nut, the pretzel bite, the puff, 3D triangle, and the corn stick. I enjoy all those things, but I just don't enjoy this version of it. Um, And I think you're absolutely right. Doritos does a hell of a job being Doritos, being that chip that packs that punch, that flavor. 
I really don't know if I've had a flavor of Doritos that have been like, not for me. Right. I've had some Doritos like, you know what, it's all right. And I've had some Doritos like, that is the shit. Right. This is a Doritos mix that I would unfortunately have to not give a pardon to on this one. Yeah, no pardon. No pardons given. No fucks given, no pardons given. So we're moving on from that. And we have for Tony, Tony from the Bronx, our, our new guinea guinea pig over here. We got a new game for you, Tony. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, this game um, is, of course, inspired from uh, the Scripps National Spelling Bee Championship. Oh. Okay. Now, now I was watching the National Spelling Bee. Did you watch the 2018 Spelling Bee? I caught some Did of it. Did you catch any yeah, of it? Some. I, I had a real slumdog millionaire moment during the Spelling Bee okay. when it was the final round. And one of the words, there's a lot of medical words these days, I realize. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a famed uh, hypochondriac, so I know all the medical terminology. Just kidding. But I did know this one, which was loratadine, hmm. which is the over-the-counter version of, like, every allergy medicine out there. It's like the over-the-counter Claritin. Sure. And so as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm triggered like Slumdog Millionaire. And all of the words are going to start falling into place. They're all going to lead to these cinematic remembrances of loves lost and, you know, villains triumphed over. And I'm pretty sure I spelled that one wrong. And then all 17 others following it. Yeah. I I just, I don't have it. I mean, I don't have it's, that it's a gift. It's a gift. It's simply a gift. Yeah. Uh, it's... Some of these words I mean, they are work shocking. At it. They work at it. Don't get me wrong. Of course they do. They work. But you yeah. you have to be G&T to be yeah. up there. Yeah. You're you're something else. Don't quit your day job. You're a freaking What's your, What do you do for a living, by the way? I think I take the Wonderlick for a living. Oh, yeah. You got, what, 26 on that? 28, 29? Sometimes. I think we had the same thing on that. Sometimes, like, 16. Yeah. It depends on the day. It's fine. Listen, that's cool. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm a janitor. Sometimes I'm a chemist. I mean, you're wearing the number three today, so yeah. my hopes are not high for you. <laughs> yeah. This is uh yeah three. It's not just uh it's not just Chance's number. It's my number two. Hey. Um, but so today, uh, I wanted to take you through a little history walk of the Scripps National Spelling Bee. I love it. It wasn't always as difficult as it is today. So we're gonna look at some of the final words okay. in the spelling bee before, and then this is dating back, and then to we'll have round two. So this dates back to 1925. Wow. Okay. So you really take me back in time. So in 1925, the winning word, we'll just give you this as, as a first example, was gladiolus. 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 Do you think you could spell gladiolus? Gladiolus. Gladiolus. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, his gladiolus was killing him after that run. Gladiolus. 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 Okay. Uh, <laughs> Just like country of origin, please. Uh, that would be... It's it's roots are Greek. Um, I can tell that you makes that sense. much. I had a friend named Gladys and she was <laughs> Greek. Okay. Gladiolus. Gladiolus. I'm going to go on a whim here. This was 1925? 1925. Okay. Gladiolus. G. L. A. Gladiolus. D. Is it Y? It's not a Y. Gladiolus. Is it a E? It's an I. 
It's an I. Gladiolus. D I O L O U S. Gladiolus. <laughs> I think you got it. I lost track. Um, I just love the stretching. So we're not going to spell all the words. You got it. You got it. Uh, we're not going to spell all the words. But I just want to prove to you that it, it hasn't always been a, an insurmountable feat. We have in 1928 Albumen. Albumen. Okay. Pretty simple. You can sound He's that. He's a nice guy, out. Albumen. I met him twice. <laughs> 1930 Fracas. Fracas. Yeah, Fracas fans out I there. I like it. Um. 1933 torsion Ooh. for all those people that have ever had their testicles twisted torsion yeah. um 1935 intelligible 36 interning okay 37 promiscuous hey. for all those kids out there at the spelling bee that uh i like it parents are stepping out nelly Furtado. um 1938 sanitarium where all of you will end up after <laughs> losing the spelling bee yeah. Uh, 1940 therapy. What you all need. Wow, 1940. If you're in there. So this is when. Real quick, not to interrupt. When did this start? Was this 1925 or 25? 25, very first. Okay, so 15 years spelling of spelling bees, and finally they whipped out therapy. Therapy makes sense. That's the winning word. Yeah. What were the words before therapy? Therapy. Red. Do you think some kids sound blue? Like the rapey table. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, in let's see. 1952 vignette. Ah, all right, we've got sort of a there. sort of an international flair yep. of vignette. Yep. You know, it's got the nya nya. Um, in 1955, Now we're we're mm. reaching out onto the outer limb of this branch. Okay, crustaceanomy, crustaceology. Sorry, crustaceology. Um, in uh. In 1965, one of my personal favorites, eczema. 1965. 1965. Eczema. Eczema. All the words that could come out in 1965. I know. Eczema came out. Eczema. So again, you got your slumdog moment there if you happen to be that kid in your school with eczema and you're like, fuck, it's eczema. I know this one. Don't nobody else know it. Wow. Yep. 1970, croissant. Now, depending on how the person pronounces it, depending yeah. on how the judge pronounces it, you can get fucked on yeah, croissant. Yeah, really, you're not going to hear that T in there. Croissant. Well, yeah, is it croissant? Croissant. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 73, vouchsafe. Vouchsafe? Vouchsafe. Ooh. Vouchsafe is a head scratch. Vouchsafe. Yeah. So, you know, you, you got you got some it, it gets it gets stranger from there. Ninety two, Lyceum. Okay. Ninety three, kamikaze. Mm. I mean now now the Japanese famous for, you know, phonological writing. So I yes. I would say you could you could sound that fucker out. Yeah. Well, this has come off of LA riots too, which is really interesting to see that you know they went they went violent. There. I just I they just went violent when I don't know how they choose these things yeah. at all. What what the what the criteria is for them going up in difficulty, right? How do you judge one yeah, word right. against another word in terms of level of difficult? I agree. I mean, it also makes me think. I was just on the train yesterday, not to sidetrack for a second, but I have to. And I was watching a teacher, a high school teacher, grading papers. And marking out of 25s okay. on certain paragraphs of written responses to a reading. And I watched her and she marked 22 out of 25, 23 out of 25, but yet didn't mark anything on the passage itself. And it made me think, like, what 
made you What's give the, the number twenty two 22 or twenty three. Right. Right. And so the same thing here is like, what gives you the reason to have like nineteen sixty five as eczema? Right. Like, how does eczema be the one word that's gonna be? <gasps> this year it's going to be eczema. Right. Like, I want to meet that person or committee. I would love to do that. I know it's fascinating. I I really enjoy watching it, and I I think I know that the kids get a kick out of it. Oh, the absolutely. Families, absolutely. There's a lot of tension there, but also they're they're very proud. I think they're genuinely really appreciative people, and that you know they get this bad rap as like tiger families and like sure. very highly pressurized, you know. But everyone there actually seems to be having a genuinely good time these days, which is really nice to see. Um, so. For round two okay. of our of our dive into the spelling bee, I've selected a few words from the 2017 final round of the National Spelling Bee. Now, without giving you the the boring experience of having two 27s on the Wonderlick, try to spell out these interminable words. Instead, as is done for you at the National Spelling Bee, the challenge here is going to be for either of us to give either a definition, a part of speech, or to use it in a sentence. And we're gonna take turns on this. Okay. So, Tony, I present to you, Terry Goidius. Terry Goidius. Well, instantly my mother's name is Terry, so it came to mind, Terry Goidius. Terry Goidius. Terry Goidius. Terry Gordius. You can give me anything you want in this. It could be a part of speech, a definition, or use it in a sentence. Terry Gordius. Terry Gordius. You know what? The suffix of this word is tripping me up a little bit because it makes me want to think it's like an adjective, but I'm going to go with <laughs> Terry Gordius is a noun. Um, okay. And I would like to try to use it in a sentence. Go for it. Mr. Zuger's Terry Goidius was burning, so he put some topical cream on top of it. I love it. Uh, I, I think it works. I think it works. It's, it's actually um, it's, it's a jaw muscle. Hey, okay. It's one of your jaw muscles. Okay. So I think all of that works. I'm in Noun and, and throw some throw some ointment on that bitch. All Rub right. some tussin in it. There we go. Rub some tussin in your inflamed Beautiful. Terry Goidius. All right, Beautiful. so Tony is going to give me the next one. If he can even pronounce it. Okay. Apagogi. Apagogi. Okay. Apagogi. Say it again. Apagogi. Apagogi. All right, now get no etymolo etymological hints here, right? No. Okay. Um, Apagogi. Um... He was struck by sheer apagogy at the uh, student's exclamation. I'm impressed. Okay. Yeah! I'm impressed. What'd I do? I mean, you know what? It's a noun, and it's uh, logic, kind of, an indirect argument, which proves <gasps> a thing by showing the impossibility of, or absurdity of the contrary. Apagagi. Hey. Wow. All right. Bravo. We're 27. Doing, we're doing a little bit better than I, I expected. All right. All right. I present to you, Tony. You fro. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and I will never change the emphasis on this word. Can you, you say can... it one more time, please? You fro. <laughs> I could use it in a sentence right away. Go ahead. Okay. So once I had a student and he told me, you froed a ball. <laughs> Tony, uh, you Tony, fro. Tony. Is it, is it, can I just, can I just. Tony, tra- that's yeah. not how you froed a ball. Oh. You throw it like this. <laughs> can I attempt to spell it? Go for it. You fro. Okay. I'm going to go on a limb here. Does it start E-U? E-U. Yes. F. No, no. P-H. P-H-R-O-W. R-O-E. R-O-E, okay. E-U. P-H-R-O-E. Okay. Um, I literally have no clue what that means. You fro. Uh, it, you fro. Is it a Greek word? Um, Latin? It, it's... I'm uh, curious. Let's see. You fro. I really thought my sentence was great, though. I think it's applicable. Your sentence is terrific. Yeah. You fro a ball. I'll give you this. It's a noun. Um, it's, it's etymology uh, actually seems to be Dutch. Interesting. And in, in The lack Dutch, of a double A tripped me up, so... In Dutch, oddly enough, it would be J U F F R O U W. Yeah, that's that's unfair. And and everything else about the etymology is very misleading as to what it means. What is the meaning? The meaning is a block or slat of wood perforated for the passage of the parts of a crow foot. <laughs> I think it's Ikea furniture. I think it's a piece of Ikea furniture. So it's Swedish. Okay. Are you fro? Okay. Perfect. Yeah, well, this says Dutch, but yeah. I mean, I'm you, gonna go with Swedish. I, I went with this. I, like I went with the sentence you because got, you know you, why. You I mean, got it. You got you it. Fro. You fro. You fro. Yo. Yeah. All right. You ready? Yes. Melanotype. 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 It's not. It's not. Melania type. This Melania is, type. This is uh, this is Melania's blood type. Could be Melania's type. It's the it's the it's the uh, artificial blood that courses her cybernetic frame. Wow. Melania type. That that's a fembot. But sure. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Austin Powers. Um. Okay, one more time. Melania type. Melania type. Melania type. Oh, I wasn't correcting you. I mean, I'm, I haven't I, seen this word. There, I mean, listen. Melania type sounds all right, fine. All right, I'll tell you what. I can see Melania. Listen, I can see Melania type. I can see Melania type. Melania type. Melania type. Okay, listen. I'm gonna say, I hear type in it. I'm gonna say that this has to do with typing. I'm gonna say this has to do with like font settings. Okay. Perhaps in a 20th century newspaper sense. And I'm gonna say that the the editor banned Melanotype from being used in his offices. Okay, I appreciate that. Uh, you're not very far off. Okay. Uh, what it is is it's a photograph made by creating a direct positive on a thin sheet of metal coated with basically an enamel and used to support the photographic. 
material. Oh, so it's a type of image. So it's like a metallic image. I, I get it. I get it. Like You're a pretty well with that. screening image. I, I, I get I, it. I okay. stand corrected. I would say it's definitely Melania type. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I was not correcting. M-E-L-A-I-N-O. Lane. I see the lane in there. I was just trying to get a... I think I was, I was a little hungry a and I was thinking of like in there. mint Milanos, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well done, though. I'm impressed. Okay. All right. We're, we're, we're rocking this. We're shooting solid. This is no uh, this is no Cleveland uh, attack here. No, we're not gonna swept here. No, no sweep. Okay, your word. Strolledbrug. 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 There's a D in the middle though. There's a D in the middle. Strolled. Strolledbrug. Strolledbrug. Wow. I, I did know a strolled brug. Yeah, I knew I knew I knew a strolled brug in the ghetto. Yeah. Yeah, Schindler took him out. Oh, well. Yeah. You're getting warm. I I I remember him fondly. He had a knack for numbers. Oh. Um strolled brug. Yeah. Strolled brug. Um it's not just a Jewish surname. Oh well, I really want. I really just want this to be. You're thinking Gulliver's Travels, a long lost sure. member of my family. Yeah, uh, hey. Straldberg. Straldberg. <laughs> Straldberg. <laughs> that's the modern day name of this. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a show on ABC, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty it's sure. The Straldbergs. Yeah, this one's Straldbrug. But we're gonna make it the 2018 version is Straldberg. <laughs> Straldberg. <laughs> is this? Uh, yeah, isn't isn't he a character in Mighty Ducks? Oh, Strollberg. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come he's on. The goalie. He's the yeah. goalie. Yeah. Um. Okay. Strollberg. Yeah. I. It's definitely a noun because it's it's a kind of person. It, yeah, it's something it is. about a person. It is. Um. I. You know. I. I. The the. That that Strollberg over there, you know he. He's a good egg. I can't. I can't. I have nothing more than that. I know it's a person. Yeah, right. I know it's Strollberg, a noun. Strollberg is and a mensch. It's a mensch, right? Uh, I, I just want to say, like, he's got it. Why do I want that? Go yeah, ahead. Give here, it to me. Here it is. It's one of a class among okay. the inhabitants of the imaginary country Lugnog in the book Gulliver, Gulliver's Travels by Jonathan Swift. Oh, Lugnog. It's basically composed of people who can never die. Oh, the immortals. Okay. See, that's not an island I ever remember in Gulliver's Travels. Yeah. I, you remember, you always remember there's the little people. Of course. There's the little people. Of course. And then there's the island that's just horses. That's the yeah, one I always yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Which I think is the last one he visits. Yeah. And he just goes fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, but Strollberg. Damn, Strollberg. Strollberg. Okay. Yeah. Definitely a mensch. He's a good egg. All right. We're coming down to the wire here. We've got three more. This next one, uh, actually, this next one I'm going to skip, so it's down to two. All right, you're going to love this. Ways Goose. Ways Goose. Ways Goose. Ways Goose. It looks exactly like it sounds. Ways Goose. So are we thinking like a W-A-Y-S or are we thinking a W-A-Z-E? As in the Waze app. Spell the Waze app again. 
W A Z E. W A Z E G O O S E. It's a combination between both. It's W A Y W A Y Z G O O S E. Oh, wow. Now tell me about it. What are you thinking? Okay. Uh, wow, this is a good one. Yeah. Well, I can tell you right now, my grandfather was stationed in Georgia back in the day. Okay. And that man, whew, he knew his ways. <laughs> Goose. <laughs> I have nothing for you. What in the world is this word ways goose? Is it does it have anything to do with a goose? No. No. Yeah. So why would you name a word ways goose but has nothing to do with goose or geese or anything of any animal of some sort? Anything? No. It's a type of clothing. It's not a type of clothing. What in the world is it? I have W A Y W A Y Z G Is that what you said? I have here. Ways Goose was at one time an entertainment given by a master printer to his workmen each year on or about St. Bartholomew's Day. In modern times, the tradition has been adopted by large publishing and educational sales companies in the United States. I got nothing for you. I don't know what that means. Ways I think it's Goose. a holiday that we're not celebrating enough Why are we year. celebrating it? I don't know. Listeners, fans, Ways Goose this year. At the Hamilton Wood Type Printing Museum, there's a schedule for Ways Goose. They'll be announcing our speakers in May. Check out the video below shot at our 2016 Ways Goose. Yeah, so here's the thing. Friday, November 2nd, 2018. It's Ways Goose Day! Ways Goose Day. (laughs) You'll find us there. Bright Shroot will be there. And we are ready to party. We're going to Ways Goose. We're going to Ways Fuck Bonnaroo. Fuck all these festivals. Yeah. Fuck uh fuck Wolf Trap. Burning Man. Yeah. We're going to Ways Goose. Fuck Dunder Mifflin. We're going to Ways Goose. We're going to Ways Goose. Fuck the Dundies. We're in the Dundies. Y Z. It doesn't get more ghetto than that too. I no. love it. Ways Goose. No. It's not a hyphen or Great anything. Find. Great it's just find. a made up fucking word. All right, the last word. Now, this word that, that Tony is going to present to me was the winning word from this year, the 2018 Scripps National Spelling Bee Championship. Please present word. I'm ready. Morrow Kane. Morrow Kane. This this is this is an episode of uh, The Wire, right? This is the episode that introduced the character Marlowe. But in 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 Baltimore speak, it was Morrow Kane, Morrow Kane, you know, Omar coming, Morrow Kane, right? I'm right, right? Spell I'm it. right. Spell it, Morrow Kane. Okay, M A R. I want to say. I want to say it's kind of like marrow, like yeah. M A R R O W. It is. It is Marocane. Marrow. C A I N E. No N. No E at the end, but you got it. Oh, C A I N. Yep. So okay. M A R O C A I N. Marocane. Okay, so Marocane. It's definitely a noun. We've been noun heavy in this whole time. We have I'm been. feeling noun. We have been. Um, Marocane. It's a it's a plant. It's it's a plant based substance, you know, 
like sugarcane, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's actually um, it's it's uh, it bleeds. That's where the marrow comes from. Okay. It's uh, it's, uh, it's spinal like um, in its structure, and uh, and when you cut it. Uh, it shrieks and it bleeds and it sort of like uh, tremors a little bit Love too. It. it seizes. Marrow cane. Marrow cane. You get that good bone. Marrow cane. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You make stew out of that shit. Perfect. Down in the Caribbean. Yeah, I mean you're you're not off. It's, okay. It's a it's a dress fabric of rib, ribbed ribbed <laughs> made of silk or wool or both. Um, but I I'm impressed that you even able to link it up from the wire to. Yeah, some natural materials, and then also threw in some bleeding and shaking. You also make heroin and crack out of it. It's pretty impressive. Marrow cane. Marrow cane. Marrow cane's a hell of a job. Marrow cane. Oh, that that rock of marrow cane will get you high. Hey, listen. I mean, Rick James said cocaine was a hell of a drug. You heard it here first. Gabriel Zuger. Marrow Marrow cane's a hell of a drug. Marrow cane's that shit you need to watch out for. Fuck bath salts. Fuck uh, spice and 2K. I agree. Get meth out of here. It's all about Marocaine next. Yeah, I love coming it. Coming up. Bravo, though. I'm impressed. You, right. you really well, held bravo, your own there. Bravo. I think that your score should go up from like a 27 or a 30 automatically. Your stock is rising. At some point, at some point, there's going to be some retakes. Uh, we're going to do Oof. we're going to do some drinking and we're going to retake the one to look and see how love low it. we can go. Love it. But for now, that's that's actually going to do it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you once again for joining us, Tony. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. Yeah, and uh, for those of you out there, thank you for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we're pushing past 30 eps now, so right. we're we're into the big times. Loving it. We're moving up on that iTunes chart and on uh, SoundCloud and Stitcher and all those other places. So make sure all your friends, all your family, no matter what podcast they listen to, no matter what podcast they don't listen to, make sure they fucking listen to the Dull Crans. Tell them to listen, stop by, listen for one, listen for five. We don't care. And uh, as always, if you have other words you want us to spell or baffle through, you can send them in to dullcrayons at gmail.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And uh, we'll see you next time. Gladiolus, you out there? Hit me up, girl. Hit me up. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, boys and girls.